You are listening to Get Real Podcast. Prophetic arts. Go. Yeah, prophetic arts. When I started thinking of the prophetic arts, I never thought of comic strips. Did you ever think of comic strips as something for prophetic arts, Dan? No. No. <laughs> I don't think I did. I should have. <laughs> I should have, too. Well, yeah, it's funny. Because I think I thought of cartoons, maybe. Or cartoons? Something. I don't know. Like Veggie Tales and stuff like that? I wouldn't I wouldn't put that in the prophetic arts <laughs> I don't think I would. No. No. You know what would be really cool, though, is moshing with Bob and Larry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the mosh pit. <laughs> That'd be some... Half uh, of our listeners have no idea. No what idea. What that, and that's okay, because you've, you've been spared. So we have with us a longtime listener and first-time caller <laughs> to the get real podcast on the other side of the world it's like 10 o'clock in the morning here in the u.s and it's like 10 o'clock at night in australia right wow. now totally amazing we're drinking coffee and she's drinking water and we got energy drinks we have stacy collier and the reason why we have her on with us is she has drawn us in comic strip form so <laughs> You know what that means? That means there's actually one person in the entire world that finds us funny. <laughs> Stacy, welcome to the Get Real yeah, Podcast. Yeah, welcome, Stacy. Hello. Hello. We are so glad to have you on. Stacy. how did yes. this idea of a comic strip for the Get Real Podcast come about? Please enlighten Dan and I and our listeners. Okay. Well, um, it was... Because you gave me the book, um, the book you wrote, and I was just like a random Instagram lady just asking for a free book. <laughs> I thought, oh well, this this sounds like kind of dodgy, so I feel like I gotta pay back in a way, and I I don't like have money to like buy things like internationally and stuff. So I thought, okay, people appreciate art, I'll try art, and so I tried like some lame arty things like drawing or painting, and I was like. This is really lame, so I'm gonna try and think what what's actually gonna be like worth giving. And then I realize I do like comic sort of stuff, so I, I'll see if I can make a comic with you two in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So to all of our listeners, if I send you a free book, you send us art. <laughs> and please we'll work for art. Yeah, please no macaroni pictures. <laughs> I, We'll go with Unless the, you're hungry. <laughs> I am always hungry. <laughs> Cheeseburger. <laughs> it really is. No, that's really cool. That was it was thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> they really they make me laugh. When we, we, she sent several, and what we're going to do for our listeners during this month of August, we are going to post one up each month starting in August, each of the comic strips that she's made. And the first one we're going to put up is one that she did, uh, the most recent one that I've seen, that she's got you bringing me two bird cages, one with a raven, one with a dove, in line with the theme of the Get Real podcast and Lithos Cry. And the funny thing about it is when the dove flies out, it takes a giant poop. 
on my nose. Okay. <laughs> now, Stacy, you might have thought that was kind of, I, you, I don't know if you knew what inspired that, but I have to share this with our listeners. And I'm going to share this with Dan and you is that just before my dad passed several years ago, about two years ago, he, one of his last words that he said, figure out of, out of my dad was poop just before he passed. And after he passed, both my sister and I, we would have issues with birds just pooping all over our cars. So really, not only do I find that comic strip funny, but I, it, it really has a personal meaning to me. How is it that when you draw these comic strips, you come up with the theme or the idea? What is it that we do that inspires you? Or, or, or makes you laugh? Yeah. With comic strips, I, I think like, for me, when I make comic strips, the main thing is to like have a theme object or something. Like with all the comic strips I've done for you guys, you're always like coming in with some object of some sort. And I've used like themes I've heard like from the Lithoscry podcast, like just common themes or like obvious themes. And like the bird and the the birds is like a really big theme of yours. So I just try and like sit sit for a while and think what will be a funny like plot for for this to turn into a comic and I'm like naturally able to like think creatively and funnily so it it usually is quite quick and like I I think of an idea pretty quickly but this strange thing about the bird one was that I wasn't like thinking of it I was just like in bed trying to sleep and then it just like popped into my head and I was like, oh, wow, I can make a good comic of this. This would be funny. It's really special, and I'm going to share that one with my sister who's in Connecticut uh, in the United States as well because that's going to have special meaning to her. So that that really touched me and, and made me laugh at the same time. Now, you are a very creative person. You and I have messaged back and forth on Instagram a little bit, and there's other artistic endeavors that you participate in. What are some of those other things that you do? Yeah, well, I do um, some, like, in- instrument stuff. Like, I can drum a little bit, and I can also... Um, I'm, I've been learning the bass guitar, but also I'd really like to, like, be a screaming person because I like metal. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's after a female-fronted band, <laughs> yeah. Also, um, just, like, drawing, like, little things. And I found, like... The difference between um, my musical side and my artistic side is that my musical side's like a lot more honest and like it's a way of ex- expressing like how I'm feeling like honestly and um, and my um, art- arty like drawing side is more just like being funny and humorous and expressing myself in that sort of way. I like that you say that because a lot of times when they think about God, they think about this stoic white dude up in the sky that's just angry all the time. But God has a sense of humor. He made us in his image, and we laugh, we joke around, and he jokes around. Um, one of the scriptures that strikes me always is the funniest is when he talks to Balaam through the ass. That's actually pretty funny. Uh, Stacy, are there any Bible verses that have stuck out to you as being particularly funny or have made you kind of chuckle a little bit? Yeah, um... One of the funny stories I find is um, when that king guy in the Old Testament who's really fat, um, there's like this other guy, I, I, f- I forget the names, but then he comes and kills him with a sword. 
but the the king guy is too fat that the sword like actually goes into his <laughs> belly, but like they can't see him anymore. <laughs> yeah, and just puns like like even though puns are like like um the the original words are lots in meanings, coincidental, but like things like Bathsheba. As she was taking a bath. Oh, Bathsheba. <laughs> Bathsheba. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then also <laughs> there's like a girl in the Bible, and her name's Dan, and Dan's a guy name. That's funny too. <laughs> Dan, you have a girl's name, dude. <laughs> hey, I I was very close to being a Danielle, but uh, I ended really? up being a guy. So. My mom, if I was going to be a girl, my name was going to be Cynthia. Oh, interesting. Pretty interesting, isn't it? That she is told me that, and it shattered me. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I really like you're a breath of fresh air because uh, the creative mind, it's architecturally different. It is something that I believe God gifts people with, and sometimes I, I you can feel self-conscious. Like, you're at a movie, no one else is laughing at a certain part and you find it hilarious. Have you ever found yourself in that situation? You hear something or a preacher's preaching and then I die laughing. I'm like, that's hysterical. And I'm the only person in there that even <laughs> thought it was funny. And it's like, oh my goodness. But uh, have you ever experienced anything like that? I'm not so much of like the person who finds things funny and like verbally shows it, but like usually um, I'll... Um, be the one making the jokes and like finding myself funny and laughing at my own jokes and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's what Glenn and I do that's all the time. We think we're absolutely hilarious. Yeah, here, it's just you know? like and and to be flattered that somebody actually listens. Number one, and then actually makes a comic strip. <laughs> uh, number two, that's a that's quite a blessing. And that's an interesting thing that I found about. This is one of the surprises about doing the Get Real podcast is we have inspired people to do things, not just vomit and and and, <laughs> and write write harsh emails, write harsh emails to us. But we've had people write song lyrics that they've sent to us. Um, we've had people draw pictures. Uh, Sam, one of the podcasts he listened to, he drew that picture of John the Baptist that's in the book that I sent uh, Stacy. So art inspires art. And Stacy, have you ever, when you're like playing bass guitar or rocking it out on the drums or practicing your growl vocals, <laughs> have you ever been inspired to do something else? Has that inspired like a picture or Maybe when you're drawing a little bit, has that inspired you to do music? Have you had that kind of go back and forth a little bit when you're doing one thing, you get excited about doing another, um, pursuing another outlet of creativity? Yeah, yeah, that's like, it's not common for me. Like, usually I'll just like be doing the one thing. But occasionally if it's like I'm trying to draw something and it's like just not really getting the message across, then I'll try like writing some music in some way. But usually not. But I can do that if I want to. So living in Australia, what what bands are big down there? Down under. Down under. Throw another <laughs> shrimp on the barbie, Dan. <laughs> well, um, Australia, in my opinion, doesn't have the best taste in music. So I've sort of stayed out of the musical affairs of Australia. But we like um, just the average rock stars like the Bon Jovi's and... Uh, um, other famous people and we're definitely more into like pop and EDM sort of music but there's there's still like a, a metal, metal scene in Australia it's just kind of small but then again I, I, I haven't like walked 
through every street in Australia. So <laughs> you better get on that. <laughs> yeah. After we get done with this, that uh, you need to get started right away. <laughs> well, that that's kind of how it is yeah. here. Pop, you can make a really good living singing it. So it can be easy. I don't want to say sell out music across the board. There's some decent pop, but it's like not really where we're at. It doesn't really speak to me. No. Even no. when when I, I like to write music, I don't know if it's any good or not, but I like to sit there and, and write lyrics and write things. And sometimes I'm like, why can't I write just kind of a relatable, light love song? And I can't do it. It always be it's apocalyptic or it's the blossoming of the singularity at the dawning of time or it's something or, or it's crying out against censorship or, or free speech or just contrasting juxtapositions of utopian political notions. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I write something about, well... I love my dog, you know, or something. Like, I'm going to try that. I'm going <laughs> to try write it. Try it. Try it. Exactly. <laughs> what are some of your favorite bands, Stacey? Uh, I'm into Christian metal sort of music. Like, but I have like a small amount of bands I listen to. So I feel like kind of a fake fan because I barely listen to anything. But I listen to a sleeper, um, Wolves at the Gate, Silent Planet, and also some hardcore like Blindside. But like, just like really minimal, but I know of a lot of bands. So here's the whole reason for this interview is I am curious to find out. You started reading the book that I sent you. At least I know at least there's probably one person reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's a little known secret is that Mac the Metal Dog was the one who wrote the book. <laughs> and I just I just oh put my, my I just, I'm only kidding. I just put my name. I'm only kidding. Um, is just out of curiosity, is there anything that's stuck out to you so far and that you've read that's made you think differently about God or something that you might not have considered? Or maybe even something's like, yeah, I was kind of thinking that, but I'm glad somebody else is thinking that way too. Yeah, well, I think like I might be spoiling the book for everyone. That's okay. But like the idea, like your analogy of the stones that cry, even though like you talk about it a lot on the podcast, just like kind of reading the whole idea of it, it like makes a lot of sense. And I didn't like personally get like that much out of the book in terms of like um, new ways of thinking. But I, I think just thinking about it, the main thing of why I was interested in reading the book is because I like metal music, but I, I don't actually know why. And so it's just sort of a way of thinking, why do I like Christian metal? Maybe you could give me an answer or an idea of why. So it's like just like just seeing your sorts of opinions and other people's opinions is helping me kind of make conclusions. What yeah. Have you come to any conclusions or started to come to any conclusions yet? Uh, well, the reason which I got into metal was because like I used to listen to really lousy pop music and stuff because that's how I was raised and then like I, when I got older I realized oh wow these like lyrics are actually like talking about sleeping with people and stuff and I don't really want to be listening to this anymore and then like I just jumped into like Christian music because I wanted to be conserving my ears from that sort of um, bad sort of themes in lyrics and then like when I got into Christian music, I got into like Christian hard rock, like Skillet and stuff. And then I just like jumped into metal, like Under Up. And like, it's, I think like one of the main things why I, I'm able 
to listen to it and like it is to do with the loudness and also the realness and the rawness in the lyrics. Like yeah. they're being more honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fascinating thing. I, I know we talk about it a lot, Glenn, and it's like metal. Why heavy metal? It's not, I listen to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I listen to some Christian, I listen to some just whatever you call it, secular, just out there. But I think about what, what does it actually do? It's something with certain brains, I think, that maybe occupies one sector. Like if your brain's too busy yeah, and then you listen to heavy metal and it may be loud and it may be very intense, but I sense a calming. Now my wife will want to put a, pull her hair out. I'll sense a calming. I think you do too. And I think it occupies busyness mm -hmm. and then allows other parts of the brain that may be more emotional that maybe um, I'd, I'd love to talk to a you know brain doctor or brain scientist note, or something. Note to self, brain doctor. We'll get a brain is that what doctor. you call them or yeah. a psychiatrist or something? something? Like maybe we both need a psychiatrist. Maybe that's that would be exactly really what we need. <laughs> but I can totally relate to that because the harshness, like what you just said, and it was very, I, I really appreciate how honest and just you're like, I don't, you just give very honest answers that come straight from the heart. The, um, when I hear her say that, notice you were turning away from something that you thought was morally inappropriate, something that didn't please God with its lyrics. You're like, I want to save my ears from that. Went into Christian music where it's more uplifting in the sense of godly themes. But then what drew you was actually this harder, louder music. And there's interesting, there's various reasons for that. And the traditional church would be like, well, that's sensual. It's this, it's all this. And I think that's nonsense for the most part. It is. And, um, but I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer it, but we have to get the brain doctor. Yep. I just uh, made a note. We're going to get a brain doctor on. Oh, yeah. Speaking of pulling your hair out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to show you, I have uh -oh. luxurious. Look at those Look locks. At <laughs> so I'm looking for the prequel, the prequel comic strip to find out what industrial accident caused the back of my hair to be so bad. I'm poking fun. That was funny. I was like, hey, Glenn got really good hair. And I, I spend hours on this quaff before, uh, yeah, we, before yeah. we do these interviews. That I look like I just rolled out of bed, which I did, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Stacy, what, what's it like? What's the church like in Australia? We know what it's like here in the United States is that we've got one on every street corner, and that really doesn't mean much of anything um, because they could be preaching everything from blab it and grab it. Hey, we're all going to get a Mercedes by the time we walk out the door. Oh, really? What do I have to do? Uh, <laughs> just believe, just believe. But uh, what's what's church like in Australia? Uh, well, obviously, like between churches, it's going to be different, and like doctrine's going to be different. But what I've observed out of like, because I haven't gone to that much churches. But what I have observed is it's very um, big. It, like, there's like a draw to mega churches, and well, I mean, like they're not mega churches like in America, but they're like still pretty big and trying to like draw people in with like zeal and hype for like mm. God and like God being like a really cool person who's like just always on your side and. There's not really that much involved with like the sin sort of side, but also on the other hand, there is lots of orthodox churches and like very traditional. But yeah, in Australia, I've just sort of 
my own my own perspective of the church is is being kind of lenient to the gospel and some dodgy doctrine as well as like true doctrine like sort of in, intermingled into each other I, I wonder if y'all get dizzy because you're sitting upside down all the time <laughs> is all the blood rushing yeah. to your head down under or maybe we're sitting upside down i guess it depends it could be it depends maybe. it's a matter of perspective it is a matter is what of perspective it is. It, what is i like this girl what she's saying <laughs> oh yeah i mean spot spot on we got the same problem here in the united states Churches are getting filled with a lot of hype. Uh, they don't talk much about sin, righteousness, and judgment. And again, you know, there is there is the love of Christ, but the whole reason for the love of Christ is to help us deal with the the sin issue. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That, that that's what it's all about. It's the main issue, and that Christ is the way of way of salvation. They try to hype it up like a game show or make it like a reality. I mean, just it's almost like a television production or that mega churches and that whole thing just nauseates me. The prosperity preaching just nausea. It's like a, a guy with all this so-called charisma that's like, can't you see through this? There's been charlatans for thousands of years yeah. just trying to take stuff. But yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, I think the the interesting thing which I find with like the whole Christianity is um, that like Jesus warns us there's going to be a lot of false prophets and like the devil is going to be like an angel of light towards the end times that. Now I'm like looking at churches and thinking, oh wow, that's real. And I kind of feel like special in a way. It's like I actually, I'm kind of able to like notice these things. And yeah, so it it makes me feel like good in a sense that yes, I know these things and I'm able to like be aware of these things. But also a lot of sadness in the fact that the church has been like really infiltrated with like false teachings. So it's kind of like pop doctrine. Yeah. Exactly, a, a novelty sellout, sellout, sellout pop doctrine. Yeah, get your Mercedes, your your financial windfall is about ready to come. All that stuff, and you know, that doesn't mean that God doesn't want to bless you and, and bless us. He does, and it will even use some of those people. Yeah, exactly. God that's, can. That's well, humbling because well, you God, want to be able to go. We're exclusive. Yeah, you know, or we got this, and we do. We have something. We we look at that and go like, oh no, I, that's. That preacher is is Molly Cyrus. I don't want to hear that. I really don't want anything to well, do I with mean, it. If God can speak out of a literal ass in the Bible, he can speak through anybody. Which end did he speak out of? <laughs> That's a really good <laughs> Maybe that'll be a new new comic strip. <laughs> so what do you guys in Australia think of us Americans here in the United States? I'm really They curious. think that we're fat, Glenn. <laughs> do you think we're fat? Yeah, that that is um, accurate. Because you guys have a lot more like fast food and bigger servings and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm jealous though. I like fast food. <laughs> um, I think that um, Australia is just like a wannabe country of America, and we look up to you guys and want to be like the Americans because they're on all like the media and stuff. But in in general, not that I get into politics. I can care less about politics. But Australians don't like Donald Trump. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. That's the second time I've heard that in the past in the past two weeks. That's really interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, politics. It gets yeah. weird. It gets really, it gets really weird. weird. That That's a whole separate thing. I'm trying to think of my impression of Australia, which I love Australia. I love the y'all's accents are really, really cool. And good day, mate. just yeah, good day, mate. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but it's like all that stuff. Like I'll meet somebody here, and um, you know what's funny? 
I'll give you this. If there's somebody from South Africa, South Africa, you know, if they're here, people are like, hey, what part of Australia are you from? People here are really ignorant. The United States is so big and people don't get out a lot. Some people do. Um, I'm actually, I have a very strong Southern accent, which you can't tell because I married a woman from another country and then it just kind of wore off. But I used to talk like this, you know, I, I had a cowboy kind of accent, but it just kind of went away. But when um, it's funny because people from South Africa, from all over the place, they're always from Ireland. They'll get, oh, what part of Australia are you from? So y'all have a very popular accent. It's really cool. I think of most Americans, I think, would picture Crocodile Dundee. They picture his friend Donk. You know, (laughs) you're trying to knock the beer off his head by punching him in the abs, you know, or something. And but not we know that that's not all that Australia is. But it's just like those we're like, yeah, you picture these kind of um, old school men getting in fist fights, drinking large beers and uh, a lot of Toyota Land Cruisers. Uh, what else? What else do you think of? Kangaroos. Kangaroos, Tasmanian devils, koala bears. Okay. Koala yeah, koala bears. bears. Yep. You know, danger. Okay. Things that will kill you if you touch them. Yeah, you got yeah. really Snakes, poison spiders, great white sharks. So you think about shrimp on the Barbie and all these other things that will kill you, and I don't want to go to that beach or that beach. I think about surfing. I'm a surfer. I love surfing, so I'm, I've, I know a lot more about Australia than probably most Yanks, but I don't know. That's kind of... Yeah, and we're just fat, and there's a lot of money here, I guess, is what people think. That's what they think. I walked into McDonald's yesterday, and they've got this international thing going on. And to represent the country of Australia, they have the bacon Australia cheese fries oh, really? at McDonald's. So is that is that really oh, something? They should have Vegemite sauce. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we think of we think of in excess minute work. Minute work. Yeah. Um, who yeah. else? Midnight oil. Midnight oil. Olivia Newton John. Olivia Newton John. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. Um, Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Nicole Kidman. Who else? What do we think of when we think of all Yahoo Serious? Who split the beer at him? Remember that movie in the eighties? I do Yahoo not. Serious? Oh, do it's a scientific classic. You- <laughs> <laughs> No, we and, and so in general, I would say it's like big time positive. And I know our country. I love the United States. So does Glenn. We're both very patriotic. But our government has done some really stupid things. And I'm not referring to necessarily the current administration. I'm referring to like for years. Historically, there, there's a whole deep state, I believe, that runs a whole lot of our government and does some weird things that we're kind of ashamed of. But on the other hand, we love Australia. And Vegemite, we know what that is only from a minute work song. That's right. That's it. The <laughs> only way that we know anything about what Vegemite is. <laughs> Stacy, do you have anything you want to say to our listeners or share with us? Uh, well, on the um, um, Australia theme, I'm I'm really jealous of America in the sense that you guys get other concerts in Australia, like where I'm at. I'm in like Puff, the most isolated city in the world, and no one comes to Puff, and there's like no metal concerts, which really breaks my heart. But all the metal concerts, like under Earth, did come to Western Australia, but they're all 18 plus, and I'm still a minor, so just really upsetting that um, the USA get all the concerts. We'll so have to spread the word. To we will go to Perth. Yes, go to Perth. Donald Trump about this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let me. We're going to call him right. I'm going to get right on. Be like, uh, yeah, put me through. You know, and it depends where you live in the United States too. Um, 
some cities you get the concerts or Dan and I, we have to travel a lot to go to a show, but every once in a while we'll be blessed and we'll get a really good show just a few miles down the street um, with, with a band that comes in. It happens every once in a while, but a lot of times we'll have to travel to Florida, North Carolina, uh, some different places in the United States. I mean, it's in close, but I mean, you're out there isolated on an island basically. Uh, and uh, there, there's not much, not much there. So for our bands that want to go and bless Australia, go, go, <laughs> go. They'll pay you in comic strips. <laughs> comic, comic strips. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. That is awesome, Stacy. Thank you for so much. We've got Stacy Collier, the artist behind the Get Real comic strip that has reduced Dan and I to cartoon form. I think we're in that mode anyway. So she's just you know, mirroring reality in her, in her drawing. Glenn, we may break something, but if you and I do handstands, then we'd kind of be in unity with what we she's would be. doing. We should have done this whole, yeah. uh, we should yeah. have done it upside down. Upside we should pass out. You're like, guys, <laughs> guys, are you there? <laughs> I have a quick question and this is completely ADD random, which is what I bring to the podcast. Um, when it comes to a typical Australian accent versus like, I can tell the difference between South African and Irish, Scottish, English, whether it's kind of highbrow English or or urban kind of English. When it comes to Australian and Kiwi, New Zealand, is it, I want to almost say the difference between the pronunciation, is it like yawnier? Like, is it like, because I picked it from Lost, Charlie. It's more like it's more a little more nasally. Nasally, yep. is that true? I mean, how would you can you could probably tell someone was a Kiwi in a second, right? If you heard them speak. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference? I think it would be to do up the nasaliness. Yeah, it's definitely in. I got gotcha. you. Of the nose. I got gotcha. you, Charlie. That's what I hear, <laughs> Charlie. Can you do Australian? Uh, not really well. No. <laughs> can you do? Can you do a, an American accent? Hi, I'm American. <laughs> hey there, pilgrim. <laughs> I, can, I was thinking about you yeah, know. but another way to spot a, a Kiwi person with their accent is if they have a sheep near them, because New Zealand <laughs> is known to have a bunch of sheep. <laughs> hey, are you Australian? <laughs> no, that's funny. No, that's good. I, I think we probably covered enough stimulus. For about a hundred comic strips. I think so. I think so. She's gonna go draw. She's gonna be upside down. There's gonna be sheep around. A bunch of fat people in McDonald's. You with wavy locks. Oh yeah, dude. I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna have Rapunzel hair. (laughs) (laughs) There's gonna be like an industrial accident. She's got to do a prequel to how I got hair like that. (laughs) That'll be really good. No, that's wonderful. So now I know the nasally, more nasally, nasally. Say something in Aussie. Can you do Throw it? Throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> that is so cliche. Come on. <laughs> you sell out. That was pop, pop doctrine. Don't sell out. Give us something that real. That was really bad. That was really that bad. That was bad. Okay. I'm going to go. Can I go eat myself shame. a guided sandwich and punch <laughs> Donk right in, the, right in the gut? No, I don't know. I can't do <laughs> no that's good that is awesome stacy thank you for so much being on the podcast and we are looking forward to a couple more get real comic strips and during the month of august all of our listeners can check them out we're setting up a special tab on the lithos cry website that's lithos cry l-i-t-h-o-s-c-r-y.com website and if you'd like to send dan and i an angry email or tell us <laughs> that we're really funny and how much we make you laugh 
You can send it to us at lithoscry at gmail.com.